sorry. I'm sorry. If I'm not mistaken, that would mean that the leader of the Headgear Society, the president of the Headgear Society, is also your Dahlia medalist for 2023. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sensational. G'day and welcome back to the Sensational Podcast. Sitting to my left, as always, Donnie. How are you, my friend, who's sitting to my right, Jordan? Oh, just excellent. Yeah? Thanks for asking. Well, what, what, do we, uh, what do we got to talk about today? What, what interesting topics? Um, uh, wait, wait, before you get started, I might as well mention that we're at the CAX and the best and greatest pub on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> we're very grateful for and, and thank we you love for so much us. and we love the CAX and the CAX is amazing. And, and the CAX wept for there were no more Brisbane teams to barrack for. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> They're all gone. And we love the Cax and the Cax is the best and greatest pub in the world. But what do we have to talk about today? Uh, well, we have uh, some retaliation to plan, I think. Okay. Some sweet retribution oh. to be uh, exacted upon these southern, dirty southern what states. What do I do for some sweet retribution right about now? Just make it make sense. It- I, I, don't, I don't know how to go on anymore, to be honest. I'm flatlined. I don't, it was such a fucking letdown of a weekend. I just... It was incomprehensible watching our soldiers fall one by one by one by one. Four of them. Mm. And even four. the AFLW girls lost on the weekend just in the regular yeah. season game. But no, the four were the Lions, the Titans, the State Cup, the the Tigers uh, lost to the Bunnies in a big way. Yeah. And then obviously Sunday night, Jesus Christ. The, the roller coaster of emotions that were felt on Sunday, I, I haven't recovered. I'm still feeling very flat. Rattled. Yeah. Rattled. And I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm happy to say this on camera. I missed. the. Like, I didn't fully understand the gravity of the Penrith comeback at the start mm. because I was busy, and I'm not joking, editing a Broncos win post video. <laughs> Is that what you were doing so, in the corner? Yeah, so I was wow. editing a win post for the Broncos a video, and I, I look over to the left, and I'm like, oh, Steve Grotten scored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they're Hang still on. so far in front. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you talking about? Still typing away? Oh, they've gone over again. Anyway, that's not a big deal. And then I'm, I'm sitting there with you, actually. We were behind the couches where we were – at uh, the Broncos owner's abode. We just Put on a big spread for us, the Broncos owner, as you would. Twisting ourselves from the yeah. TV and, a little uh, bit. And it was so funny. I couldn't see his face when Cleary scored, <laughs> but it's like I felt his face. I think the whole, room, the whole room felt that energy. Nothing. Friend of the show, Jem, goes, well, at least you won some money. On Penrith, what <laughs> do you think you're gonna? What do you think you're gonna buy? Don't do that. And I to said him, probably man. some rope luff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I say this about the Broncos fans. Like, my my heart does go out to you, as brutal as that is. You have lost now the best two grand finals of all time, and that's <laughs> got to make it sting because these games will be spoken about forever, a long time, forever. Like, these are two. Franchise-defining, club-defining wins. People are going to be looking back on this in history and think, wow, this Broncos team must have been kind of shitty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, you know, got all the way there and then couldn't get it done in the end. Well, I think the scoreboard- I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'd never say that. I think no the scoreboard, one's saying that. The scoreboard reflects them nicely in the sands of time, I believe, because yeah. the scoreboard in the sands of time doesn't say- we're up with 20 minutes to go and let three in. <laughs> it doesn't true. say that. The scoreboard merely just says 24-22. You don't get a full synopsis of the old, no. uh, the whole thing. If you dig just one layer deeper, you'll see how bizarre the whole thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know. You go. Sorry, no, no, no. I just, I just think that that is just so – I don't know how you feel about that. You, In our lifetime – Probably the two most influential – I know it's only just happened, but probably the two most influential grand finals, 2015 and, and 2023, obviously because we're from Brisbane, it probably has a little bit more of a – Feels a, like a, a bigger a feel occasion. To it. But even so, just in the grand scheme of the rugby league world, you look around and you see what the response is. Cleary yeah. has arrived. He's not just the best player on the planet right now. He might go on to be the best player of all time. A lot of saying it. Like a lot of saying it already. All time player. I put something up on the story today. A lot of people saying, like, oh, you just see the mental gymnastics, 
How is Luai a passenger at the same time Nathan Cleary is overrated? How can it be so? How can it be so? <laughs> who's driving the bus? Like, if he's it, a passenger, is who's it James it? Fisher Harris that needs to be an immortal? <laughs> is it Moses Leota we're inducting into the immortal status? Who's behind this? It ain't Angus Crichton. It's got to be. It was one of them. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> driving the bus. Somebody's driving the bus. I dare say it's Nathan Cleary. I also love where people are suggesting that. Nathan Cleary had his body taken over by what I can imagine is a, a god of war, mostly because Luai's off the field. Like that's <laughs> yeah. what's that's what's done it. All they had to do is get rid of Jerome Luai, back-to-back premiership winner, state of origin winner, all-round funniest person in rugby league. Luai. You have to get yeah, you have to get rid of him. That's what's unlocked this this dynasty. It, it blows my mind. And Luai, once again. With the who's got work tomorrow, this time with the triple decker capital letter ha ha ha's. Yeah. I am so far removed from the I hate this guy thing. Like he guys like Luai make footy worth watching. Do you love to hate him or is it like yeah. it's just entertaining shit? It's it's I I it's, Is it like McGregor? It's like McGregor, right? It's like and it's not that I love to hate him. Yeah. I love how much other people hate him. I love it. And he rolls me up too. And he's did, meant to because I'm from Queensland. Did most of the country not have the day off on Monday though? Everybody did. Everybody. So who's got work tomorrow? No one. Not really many. No one. Yeah. Think Victoria. Ah. Oh, were but, they even watching? But they had Friday off. So. <laughs> it makes up for it. No. What a shitty public holiday to get to. Wouldn't you rather the one after the weekend? Oh, yeah. The f- parade day. The, the pre-grand Why final. Why would we even want Brisbane to win such a silly competition in such a silly oh, state? Ridiculous. The whole of the sport, top top to bottom. What do you think? I mean, in the sa- if we're talking sands of time, mm. what's the biggest story from the weekend? Is it Brisbane losing uh, either AFL or NRL or – the Kevin James resurgence that we're seeing firsthand. The Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> the emo. <laughs> no, Kevin James. Uh, uh, the, 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 from, you know, the fat fella. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, just King to, of Queens. To go back to, to go back to how depressed the room was after that, that loss yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. Not long after that, <laughs> we started looking up, Nukes and all all time like biggest nukes that have ever been dropped. We started putting them on. There's, a, there's an interactive map yeah. where you can like plot if you dropped a bomb here, what would what happen? With the yeah. radius. Yeah, our kick-ons was very funny. Are we going to nuke Penrith? I don't know. <laughs> no, what I, I know love, what would happen if we bro- nuked Penrith. We, we were like, like, oh, what would happen if we hit Sydney? What would happen if we hit DC? And then the Broncos owner goes, put it on Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> What would happen if you put it on Brisbane? Do a bigger one. <laughs> I feel nuked. That was so My funny. What you, we, we, watched the, we watched the final in our mate's shed. Everybody left. Me and Jordan were obviously on the source more than others, but that's just you. That's, comes that comes to, down to ticker. Yeah. That comes down to ticker at the end of the day. And um, Just more effort. The Broncos owner lives with, the, with his missus, and we, <laughs> as, as they went to leave the shed, we went, well, give, us, give us him. Give we'll it, give it to us. We'll fix shut, them up. Shut all the roller doors. Shut all the doors. Dubbed it the Stratco of Sin. The Stratco of Sin. We were locked into the Stratco of Sin. And away we went. And you, we're just watching playing videos with him. <laughs> War playing. It was. It War was playing but, but I had a few mates that were here at the CAC, the mighty powerful Caxton Hotel. How'd it go? I got told by their hundreds in silence. After full time, they left the car park. No shit. Uh, guy, guy that I work with, Reich, he said he was here, could not move. Yep. Could not move. Every time a try was scored, the atmosphere was electric. What else do you expect? It's the Caxton Hotel. It's the best pub on the planet. That's what happens here. Uh, but he said after the grand final, it was so quiet, all you could hear was a couple blokes here and there going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's all you could hear. I'm really upset. They were doing crosses to the local clubs. Yeah. The clubhouses yeah, of the teams. Yeah, to, to, to Red Hill. Why, Why you got the camera on those losers? Come up here. <laughs> Sterling would have live streamed from the roof for you. What are you doing? Why are we not crossing back to them at a loss? I kind of want to see it. 
I want to see the whole crowd at their lowest. Well, if you're at Red Hill and not the Caxton, you deserve to be upset, I reckon. Honestly, have a heart. Well, no, I say that, but it was at capacity, I think, by about four o'clock in the afternoon here. Yeah. So. If you got in, congratulations. Congratulations. You touched home base. You did it. Didn't happen for you, but, you know, the Caxton lives on. The Caxton has seen many a grand final loss and victory. Two. All time. It still stands. (laughs) Two. All time. Two all time. The Broncos have only ever lost two grand finals. (sighs) Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to lose two, they're if, good if two. you're going to lose two, they're a good two to lose. Well, there you go. I'd rather lose the way that they did than how the cows lost to the storm in 2017. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> it could be worse, I'll boys. tell you that much for free. Or do I? Because it kind of people forget about that you grand think? final. Oh, for sure. People are always like, oh, you haven't been in a grand final since 2015. I'm like, bloody oath. That's right. <laughs> Has been a while, hasn't it? But no, I will say to the Broncos fans, listen, we are going very league heavy. It's the freaking end of the season. Of course we are. you got about six months of us not talking about anything. I'm going to get into golf or something. <laughs> I don't know what to get do. get our PGA shit. NFL's picked up. I, we, live in, we do not live in a world where Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh don't win a premiership for Brisbane. We don't live it's in that gonna world. Happen. We do it's not gonna live happen. in that world. If not next year, the one after that. They, they – I'm putting money. I'm putting so money on young, that. They're so young. They're so hot. They're so mm. good. I honestly think I'll call it today. There is literally no reason why Penrith don't win four, and then I think after that we might see some cracks. I can. I you can think Penrith win. I next think year. Penrith win four. Really? Why not? I, I don't can't know. think of a reason why not. This year, you'd have to think people start figuring them out. This year, they lost the same amount of games as they had the two years previous. Six. Six games they lost this year. Could have fooled me. What? <laughs> they, they're the closest thing to stormtroopers I've ever seen. Nameless grey faces. Next year, Crichton leaves. Yep, cool. They got Dane Laurie. Watch, he'll he'll be fucking top five try scorers next year. Mm. Like, uh, who, kick kicks left last year. Billy kicks left. Burton also left the year before. It, it doesn't matter. Just keeps happening. It for doesn't them. matter. Like it does not matter. And that, those people, Kickouts a Dally M backer of the year. Burton's a Dally M center of the year. Like these are not nobodies. Yeah. If you Burton probably can't get into that side. <laughs> yeah. Like probably Burton not, probably eh? can't get into that side. Yeah. Kickout fucking. He'd be trying. He's struggling to, to come back over to the West. You'd be. I mean, that take him obviously, and he probably would get onto the bench. But Moses uh, Spencer Lenu leaving. You're telling me, like, I love Spencer Lee. I love him. He, he's an absolute monster. You're telling me they don't have another three of him somewhere in Mount Druitt? They don't have to be. Two years ago, they won all four levels of rugby league. I don't know what's in the oh, water out there. What? Steroids, probably. They make him a little, they make him a little tougher out there. So I, I, I think Penrith win four. Maybe you got to be to live in Mount Druitt. And then we'll, if, they, if they don't win four, they'll definitely win the next year. <laughs> you think, all right. This is a dynasty. This is Patriots level shit. That's what I was thinking then this comparing is to that. not going anywhere. Well, once you lose the Tom Brady, you drop back down. Well, that's the thing. Tom Brady, in this instance, 25 years old. <sighs> yeah, the, the, fuck. The, 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 the normal peak for a rugby league halfback, what do you pin it at? 28, 29? He's not even at his full capacity yet. He's on the way up. And people are still waiting every second for him to choke up. He's only getting better. He, he can have – he could retire today and have a better career than the majority of people that ever laced up a pair of boots. Isn't that three, fucked? Three premierships, Dally M halfback of the year, two state of origins, a World Cup for Australia. What else does the kid need to do? Like, Induct him now. Like, Induct him now. Stop wasting all of our time. Obviously, he goes as an immortal after JT. JT needs to get in. And then after that, you can start having the conversation. Sure, Smithy probably next. After that, it's probably probably clear. When does JT get in? I don't know what the rules are. I don't know what the rules are, but surely he got blessed in 2015 by Rabs. Rabs pretty much inducted him there. Yeah. From from a – Captain to a legend and probably rugby league immortality. That's the <laughs> that's what he said. Surely, in my opinion, JT's already an immortal. I think he is just without the uh, the ring. Yeah. Well, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a great weekend of sport. And uh, 
Another great weekend coming of uh, sitting at home and doing nothing. College football's on. College football is on. NFL's on. What are, what are you going to do with your time off? Uh, I'm just going to get into knitting, I reckon. I don't yeah. know. I'm what? thinking about doing a lot of crying this off season. A lot of crying. <laughs> a lot of crying. <laughs> you should get all your crying in while you can. A lot of uh, sitting and staring at walls coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I do need to paint the house. Maybe I'll watch that dry for a bit. <laughs> I, I might even uh, talk to some of my family members. About what? See what they're up to. Why? I haven't had a chat with them since about March, so see what they're doing. You got a missus, you could have a yarn with her. Yeah, I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I know what we're going to do next week. We are going to Austin. Austin, Texas. We mentioned it last week. We're getting very close. That's very, come around very, very quickly. That's what happens when you book a flight three, three weeks, weeks out. In advance. <laughs> <laughs> sort of booked them. They went, oh, yeah, we need visas. We uh, we need to do a quick shout out. We mentioned that we we're going to Austin last week or the, or the week before. I think it was week before. And we said, so anyone from Austin, reach out. Obviously, we are international sensations, allegedly. Uh, someone from Texas, we know you're listening. You joined the Donnie's Facebook group. Howdy. Who are you? Do you want to be? <laughs> Let me know where you are. We'll put you on a greyhound. You're coming to Austin, my friend. <laughs> the rule is, even across international borders, if you find Jordan, he'll buy you a beer. I have to get you a beer. Yeah, that's what the rules are. So if you're around in Austin, hit the boys up. <laughs> Only a few have actually taken me up on that too. God, the free good for beer. them. But uh, whoever you are, Texas listener. Yeah. And wherever you may be in Texas. We're looking for the cowboy, the cowboy of the Caxton. He's obviously far from home. He's gone astray. You got a bit lost there, cowboy. We're going to bring you home, mate. Let us know where you are. I'm going to legitimately book you a Greyhound bus ticket for, to come see us in Austin and I'll get you a beer. You can't come to Austin City Limits with us. You Not can't. dinner, just one single beer. Don't don't be weird. Don't like stab us or something. I don't know. But we know you're out there. We know you're there. Howdy, partner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how's how's the rest of your weekend anyway, big fella? Yeah, I mean, just depressing to be honest. Big Saturday. How'd you go yesterday, you hung over yesterday. Fine. Yeah. Strangely fine. I think I made this punch and I had rose in it. I think the rose is what made me sleepy. Rose is full of sugar. You'd think not. I don't know. Maybe it was the fresh fruit. That I put in this, my body didn't. Out. My body didn't know how to digest it. It'd been so <laughs> many years. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Just started shutting down. <laughs> I reckon the last time I had fruit was when I drank a Pim's cocktail. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way to get you two and five, mate. Yeah, through, Pims. through alcohol, Pims. alcohol jugs. <laughs> Go the Pim's. Up the Pim's. Sensational. So there's a lot of re reflection to do this year. At the start of the year, I make a lot of calls. A lot, a lot. And this a lot, yeah. This, this isn't going to be a yes and no, he got this one right, he got this one wrong. A few I got really right. A few I got really right. I said Hudson Young would play Origin. He did. Yep. Said Dom Young would have a fucking killer season. Fucking did. Greg Marzu, I said, would have a ripper season. He did. Ezra Mam, I also touted. Also touted Tommy Flagler to have a big one. It all happened. I don't think I really called out Sean O'Sullivan, ripped his peck. Didn't have a good one. But on the players that I made videos on, on the these are the players you need to watch this year, they all kind of went okay, uh, if not good. My ladder prediction, absolute horseshit. Absolute <laughs> atrocious. Please don't go back and watch it. I but mean, when you throw out that many predictions, surely a couple come right. I tried to look for the player predictions that didn't make sense. Greggy Marzu, probably the only touch and go one, but in my opinion, had a pretty good year. Okay. I mean, it had to happen eventually, right? Yeah. No, well, anyway, friend of the show, Greg Marzu. <laughs> I meant for you. <laughs> but one call that we made at the start of the year. We. We did. I oh, don't no. know if you recall this. It was, I think, the second or third show you were on. Oh, I don't remember much. Back when the Headgear Society was running rampant. Yeah. We were looking for a king. Oh. We were looking for a member of the Headgear Society to stand up and be our new president. I'm going to play you a clip and uh, let's just let's just hear it out. Yeah. Right. It makes you a pretty cool dude. Ask my mum. You're cool if you wear headgear. <laughs> Joseph Su'uli'i of Betrayer fame. 
<laughs> removed his headgear halfway through the year. Yeah. Someone's convinced these kids that it's not cool to wear headgear. But there's one man this year who I think can get guys like Suliti back in the gear. Restart the hype. Yes. Make it cool again. Every 12 months, a new leader of our great society is formed. Ladies and gentlemen, the number six from the Newcastle Knights, Callum Pong. Oh! oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I'm not mistaken, that would mean that the leader of the Headgear Society, the president of the Headgear Society, is also your Dahlia medalist for 2023. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did we just accidentally bestow a future Dahlia M award on Kalen Ponga? Did was the prediction made through the headgear? If you wear the headgear, is it going to be? Are you the next Dalian medalist? Well, I'm I'm saying I'm taking auditions for next season because so far, <laughs> since we've been holding elections for the Headgear Society, so far we've got a one-for-one hit rate on Dalian medalists. We're 100%. <laughs> We're 100%. We are pick the Dalian medalist. How much of Kalen Ponga's Dalian medal do you think we have a share in? I think quite a lot because when you boil, when you think about it, he would have seen that. Yeah. Everyone sees it. Well, it's a, it's a, it's an honour that gets bestowed upon you. Mm. you. You don't choose to be the president of the Headgear Society. It's something that chooses you. You don't even know it's going to happen. It's a one-year term. Until it does. And, you know, when I, I like to think that when he was over in Canada, tossing up, am I going to continue to play? Mm. The Headgear Society must have come across his mind at some point. Surely you think, oh, I can't let them down. How do I let them down? They've given me so much. Such an honour. Such an honour to be bestowed upon me, Kalen Ponga. Such a prestigious award. I'll claim 75%. Nay, not an award. It's a it's a duty. A duty, a privilege. A privilege to, to be- get out there and wear the headgear every week, week in, week out. It's for the society. Some people think, oh, you would have just given it to anyone. You're an idiot. That's you're an not idiot. True. If you feel that way, you're so far from the truth, you need to pull your head out of your ass, probably pop it in a headgear. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. I think what we've done for Kalen Ponga, we can do again for other people next season. I think so. Well, no, we'll go away. We'll have a think about it. Maybe we'll pick – no, we will pick the next Dalian medalist. Well, we will. Well, I will say to this, Ronald Volkman – Friend of the show, you know, I love you, Ronnie. Came up here to the Caxton with me. He's been on the show twice. I love Ronald Volkman. Great year at the Waz and, uh, and under the Waz. And yeah, I love Ronnie, but I will say we'll sat in this very room on this very couch. I offered Ronald Volkman a headgear and he turned me down. Did take it. Ooh. Wouldn't wear it. Did take it. Would it <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't wear it. And what can I say? Would Ronald have won a Dahlia medal this year? I'm not saying he wouldn't have. Could have. So, any, I mean, I'll be up in Townsville very soon. Cowboys, we're going to have a season. Scott Drinkwater. Scott Drinkwater last year was so close in the polling on the Dally M's. All night he was up on the t- – he was a headgear away, someone could argue. <laughs> he was a headgear away. Well, you're going to be very close to him this year. Yeah, well – just I'll, down the road. I'll be up in Townsville next year. Scotty Drinkwater, if you want to be in a Dalia medal, you know where to find me. Mm. <laughs> you know where to find me, brother. Or any cowboy for that matter. Val Holmes, it'd be a shame to cover your head, but at the same time, you'd look so much cooler. <laughs> there might be like a like a passing of the torch ceremony. Mm. Well, Kalen, Kalen, obviously a former cowboy. Mm-hmm. Do we get him back up home to do a changing of the guard? <laughs> Could I do. don't see why not. Could do. I don't see. Uh, also- the spiritual home of the Headgear Society is North Queensland, is the Cowboys, Jonathan Thurston. The greatest the, headgear the, of all time. The greatest man to wear a headgear we've ever seen. The amount of Dally MC he won while in office. Like, I can't count them all. It's hard to count them all. <laughs> I think you stumbled across a, a direct correlation here, my friend. I didn't stumble across it. It's written in the stars. <laughs> in years that uh, someone was- Chiseled in the headgear. Last year when Nico Hines won, no, we only had a vice- chairman of the board. It's only when there's a sitting president of the Headgear Society, that's when they get crowned Dally M. It happened this year. Uh, am I in a position? Maybe nothing will, you know, maybe we won't feel it. We'll see the off season. If someone's not training their houses down, we might not feel like that honour should be bestowed upon someone. But I think next year, someone with a headgear can and will win the Dally M medal. Much like the Immortal uh, Award. Mm. You oh, don't much? know when it's going to come. No. There's no real rhyme or reason. But when it comes... Big day. Oh, it's a big day. Big day. Reach out, Kalen. I'd be happy to sign your headgear. Uh, 
Leak up, have some beers at Newcastle Pub. I don't know what they do down there, but whatever you want, have a few Steel Cities, brother. And yeah. uh, <laughs> will you pass on the down the uh, the headgear to the next bloke? Reach out because yep. we need because Sully is gone. Toto, yep. Toto again, on or off? To- on or off, mate? Are you in or yeah? Because this this stuff about how it's almost like your mum or your missus is asking you to wear it. <laughs> You're putting it on loose. The second it comes off, you go, well, I tried. It's like your mum's chasing you with a bike helmet. You, yeah. you haven't done the, the straps up. I'd lo- And I'd lo- listen, I'd love to sit here and say, oh, let's put a headgear on top. What he's done for us over the last year has been great, but the, the lack of commitment to the headgear, it, it does hurt his case. Mm. Stephen Crichton going to the dogs probably rules you out of contention completely. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We've got Matty Burton at the dog zone. Could they have a big year? I don't know. You know who's really calling to me here? Real early on. This is the season's early just cry. finished. Jerome Hughes could be yeah. Melbourne to have a big season. Jerome Hughes in a headgear could go all the way. They could do well. A lot of injuries at the end of the year. There's a lot of points to share there. So that, that's a hard one. Or could there be a newcomer? Someone out of the Reese Walsh used to wear headgear. Reese Walsh used to wear headgear. I was there at Magic Round the day he took it off. Is there an argument to be argued? He was a headgear away from a premiership ring. <laughs> <laughs> or is it too soon to say something like that in the Caxton? Who's to say? <laughs> Reach out. <laughs> Let us know. Sensational. I saw this thing online today, speaking of uh, grand final. Yeah. Uh, and I've just I've copied and pasted it. I've titled it Unhinged. 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 I love a bit of unhinged. So he says, Cleary is the greatest player in the modern era. Asterix. He says, why the asterisk, you ask? Well, here's why. Number one, daddy is in charge of the team. Oh. And as a result, he gets power by proxy. That, what? What? Yeah. How? I don't understand it. I don't know how that would even come to be. But. Are they saying that there's a man maybe – there's a player at Penrith sitting behind Jack Cogger, sitting behind Nathan Cleary, possibly greater than the future immortal that is Nathan Cleary that is getting left to the wayside because of nepotism? I think maybe- Is that what's being alleged here? We might have a captain coach on our hands here. <laughs> I don't think there's another one in the league at the moment. <laughs> we have our own captain coach and Nathan Cleary. Is that what that's saying? Because his dad's in charge- that's why he makes the team sheet on a Sunday? It has to be. I want to see this. Who's training Maybe Penrith behind Cleary? He sneaks into his dad's room and moves the magnets around a little bit. <laughs> oh. oh, Nathan's picked at seven again. Oh, I don't remember doing that. All right. <laughs> what else? What else is on this fucking list? He said, when they were gaining steam, he was playing with his SG ball team. The connections have been made well in advance and they know each other inside and out. Now it has just been a, ra- a rotation of a few here and there, but the systems are established. Cleary out of all of these systems is not ideal, which brings me to my next point. What? So, so now, now, the, now he's bad because everyone else is good. He's bad because he's been in the same teams for so long, so they know each other. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows that's – most of the time people thrive when they get thrown into a new club every week. Yeah. Who? Oh, unlike Andrew Johns, who was at the Knights for his entire career. His entire (laughs) career. Unlike Darren Lockyer, who was at the Broncos for the entire thing. I don't understand why you'd pick that and you'd make that your point when we've been praising Queensland's pick and stick for fucking years. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) What else has he got? So his next point was he was not stood up at Origin. Three series one, people say. Well, it's 50-50 with three losses. It's literally a coin toss. <laughs> That's not how coin tosses work. And he goes coin on. tosses are not best out of six situations. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's saying because he's played six and won three, it's yeah. 50-50. But Ridiculous. Fucking unhinged. That's unhinged. just like, listen, has Cleary stepped up at Origin? No. Whatever. All right. Is Origin the most important thing to everyone that watches Rugby League? No. Is it the most important thing to this podcast? Yes. Undoubtedly, yes. Origin mm. is the pinnacle. It's the best. Until you beat us there, I don't care that we didn't win a grand final this weekend. Don't care at all. Origin is a pinnacle. Clearing your suit in Origin. If you're telling me 
that you saw what he did on Sunday and you don't think that he could ever unlock that on the origin level, you got to be so far from sensible because I know what everybody was thinking when they saw Ezra Mam score three tries. Fuck, there's Munster's replacement. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, what everyone yeah. thought in that situation. 100%. So the idea that uh, <laughs> Cleary is uh, playing by different rules. Well, he goes on to say he's got two more points and I've been cutting these down too. He goes on. He's, he's honestly unhinged, this bloke. Yeah. But point number four, some say that he can't win the Daily M because his team is stealing points because they are all that good. Well, that further solidifies the points above. <laughs> he has a hot shit crew around him that operate in the system well. They win because of the team, not because of him. Yeah, right. How do you watch the game on the weekend and, and say feel that? Feel that way. Yeah. And feel that way. His final point, point number five, Ivan is the genius, not Nathan. Oh, okay. He is Bellamy incarnate. That's what, and you know, that's what I've been saying about Reese Walsh all year. That's all Kevy. <laughs> I've been saying that all year. That's what you're seeing out there on that field. That's Kevy Walters reincarnate. Do you remember Harry Potter? Of course you do. You're a fucking Harry Potter nerd. <laughs> uh, when someone's controlling his broomstick in Quidditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kevy Walters is up in the coach's box. Yeah, yeah, that's Reese Walsh. <laughs> controlling Reese Walsh's little legs. Fuck, someone had a fucking hex on him on Sunday, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> no, that's unhinged. That's that's just – that's what people do. That's what I was saying. Like, clear is overrated. Luai's a passenger. And I know we've been bigging up Brisbane and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we obviously wanted Brisbane to win, but you have to stand by and recognise greatness when you see it. Mm. This, again, is like our most league-heavy episode in, in months. But I, I just think it's just, it's just true. It had to be said. It had to be said. It had said. to be spoken about. Couldn't handle all this bullshit. They're both great teams. Oh, like I said, I reckon second best grand final in our lifetime. Yet. I, 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 it's just so far. So far. Until the Cowboys <laughs> win it next year. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to knock off the three-peat winners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's who Penrith are going to lose. If they lose the fourth, it'll be via the cows. Believe you me. Believe you, man. That would be the most ridiculous comeback story in all of NRL. Comeback? We missed the eight by one game. What about you before? Pesky Broncos. (laughs) (laughs) I I did a bit of uh, looking this week, a lot of reflection. I sat and uh, stared at myself in the mirror for a few hours on Monday. There was retribution chat, but I, I, I think some reflection chat. The okay. season is done. The season is dusted. The season is what it is, and it'll stand as it is. I like to cast the net back. Each week, me and you kind of dive into the crazier things that happen in league. Yeah. And I like to think there's a lot of stories that have a lot of merit mm. and a lot of uh, gumption behind There's it. been some hard-hitting journalism a this year. A lot of hard-hitting journalism. And I've loved it. But there's also been some... Big miss journalism this year as well. There's been a few uh, staff writer specials getting See, around. Oh, in a big way. In a big way. And I thought, what could I do except go back and look at what were the biggest hype pieces, the biggest puff pieces, the biggest stories of the year that eventuated into literally nothing, <laughs> into absolutely nothing. I've gone and I found the top three stories of the of the, the top three stories of NRL that eventuated into nada, nothing, not a thing. I love that. And the first one that I have for you is the Penrith Panthers losing to St. Helens and the Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> right at the start of the year. Do you remember this at the start of the year? <laughs> yeah. Do we all oh, remember fuck. this at the start of the year? I remember watching that on draft day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow. It was, it was just the be all and end all and it just simply didn't matter. Cast your mind back. To round one, we had Jerome Luai and Jamin Salmon yelling at each other on the field. Do you remember this? <laughs> Everyone's still banging on about Luai's wedding speech at Toto's wedding. They're not the same team as they were last year. Look at the cracks in their armour. They lost to St. Helens. They've lost to the Broncos. Turns out it meant literally nothing. They didn't give Gone a Gone on fuck. to lose just another five games all year, one of them albeit to the West Tigers somehow. But <laughs> more on them later. But <laughs> I, I, that was my biggest. Uh, the, the first one off the rip is 
Penrith losing to St. Helens and Broncos eventuated into such a nothing story. If you really want to drill down, it's Luai and Salmon fighting on the field, having a bit of a, a yarn at each other and a bit of a spit. That blew up everywhere. I remember mm. that. And I remember that them losing that game. And since that game, all I've heard all season are Penrith are touchable. Penrith are touchable. Mm. No one fucking touched them. They can bleed. They, they can bleed. And listen, they would bleed another five times this year. Once again, somehow to the West Tigers at one point, but it, it it just eventuated into nothing. The second big story that I had for you that really, really was so close to being something and turned out to be literally nothing, Ben Hunt wants to leave the Dragons. <laughs> What's happened? I mean, it, it could still happen though. Well, could it? Because I want to read to you a headline that came out sometime this year. I have the exact date. Saturday, the 24th of June. Peter Bedell on Twitter. Massive Broncos news. Ben Hunt eyeing a four-month cameo to finish the season, chasing a premiership at the Broncos. Broncos to contact the Dragons tomorrow to discuss a transfer deal. He could be at the Broncos as early as Monday. Well, Peter, there's been 16 Mondays since then. <laughs> <laughs> he might have met Monday, October 9th, to uh, be met, fair. He met October 2024. <laughs> but there's been 16 Mondays since then. Ben Hunter Brisbane eventuated into literally nothing. I don't care how close it was. It was clearly overblown. If you cast your minds back to that, there was people already mad at how the Broncos had pulled it off. Yeah, that can't be fair. How can this be fair? We need to drill down and really get to the bottom of these antics. They're talking. We were all doing the math of how you could possibly fit under the cap. They're going to give him two hundred thousand for the rest of the year. Pro rata. That's probably about a million for the year. We're working it all out. (laughs) Really mattered not at all. Ben Hunt is committed to the Dragons. He'll stay there through next year. I'm contractually committed, let's just say. Where there's smoke, I'm sure there's fire, but in this case, the fire went out pretty quickly. (laughs) Do you think they would have won with Hunt? Who's to say? Who's to say? I just, listen, Benny Hunt's pretty good at drop drop goals out of the fucking... (laughs) Drop kicks? Benny Hunt's pretty good at drop kicks. That's... That's, I, 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 that's like, all we'll say. That's all I'll that's say. That's all we'll say. Leave he it probably alone. wouldn't have been the one doing it because Reynolds is a fucking goat and he's the best thing that ever happened to Brisbane. Yeah. Brisbane. Reynolds is the only reason Brisbane were there. Make no mistake. And that's what I said on that last push, that last push with a minute to go, I said, this is why you bought Adam Reynolds. This mm. is why for this moment here. Listen, it didn't happen on the day. The idea that that's Reynolds' fault in any way, I, I can't get around that. There's 13 of them out there at any given time. Can you get a refund? <laughs> I don't know. If, if, anyone, if any Broncos fan can seriously sit there and be upset at Reynolds for the 2023 season, you got your head so far up your own ass, it's not funny. Like, you should go hang out with that guy with the, the Cleary bloke. spoon is three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. you are cleaning up wooden spoons off the Broncos <laughs> fucking training pitch. <laughs> now all you're doing is cleaning up second place medals. Like it's it's not. It's not a bad spot to be. It's, an, it's a meteoric rise. Are we trying to justify this to ourselves? I don't think anyone's asking these questions. <laughs> I think a lot of people just are feel so up let Reynolds. down. But the biggest story this year that eventuated into literally nothing, the biggest story of the 2023 offseason, the Tigers. The West Tigers. <laughs> oh, no. The West Tigers of 2023. Clem has <laughs> arrived. Appy's arrived. Isaiah Papaliti's here. Tim Sheens, the genius, is back. The Benji genius. Marshall's doing his apprenticeship. Fast forward a few Lee Hadjipanuntal's hats later. Sheens is out the door. <laughs> Clemmer doesn't look himself. IPAP doesn't look himself. Appy's playing halfback. What's going on? <laughs> They've had maybe the most Tigers season yet. They have found a way. They Jordan, they won the wooden spoon last year and they found a way to do worse. They came 16th <laughs> last year and 17th this year. <laughs> Only, only the Tigers. I remember all the talk at the start of the year too because we've got two mates that are right into West oh, Tigers. Mate, I went this back. This is our year. This is going to happen. We've got all these guys with us now. I went back and looked at my ladder predictions for the year. Yeah. 
I had him at 11th and people told me I was crazy. <laughs> you should have listened. I should have listened. No, that's a, that would be higher. What? That's a, that should have been higher. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to go back and have a look at my. I don't know where, where I put everyone. Oh, mate, my ladder prediction's awful. I had the Warriors second last. I had the Broncos <laughs> 10th. Holy shit. I had the Knights not making the eight. Oh, Jesus. Should we pull them up and go back and have a look? I forgot. I do have a clip for you for a bit later on. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I, the, the Tigers, you have to be the biggest story that led into nothing this year. And I feel for the Tigers fans, Tigers fans, you must stay patient. Could next year be the year that you get that coveted ninth spot don't, back? Don't do that to them. <laughs> that's what happened at the start of this year. That builds them up. Maybe that's what it is. The Tigers are like the, the running joke of the NRL elites behind the scenes. <laughs> And all they want to do is build them up every year. They get on their blower to fucking Fo- Fox footy. Yeah. Come on, boys, build them up. They could be the team this year. <laughs> Just to knock them down again. They got pa- Pasco still there doing his fucking podcast. Yep. Lee Hadjapanintals. Hadjapanintals. I know that's not how you pronounce it, but it's how we say it on this show. We spoke about him months before he made the big time, by the way. <laughs> yeah. if you, and I know if you're listening that you know what we're talking about. We were a day I call, one. I said he looked like he was out of Peaky Blind is back in like <laughs> April, I'm pretty sure. We were day one Hadjapanintals. Haters. <laughs> big time. We were big Hadjapanintals haters <laughs> from the rip. What do you got under there, bro? The chairman of the board. Resigned himself to a three-year deal. They went. <laughs> they went into a board meeting to discuss whether or not he'd still have a job. He walks out with a three-year deal. How's he done that? <laughs> There's a magic wand under that fedora. I'm pretty sure it's called the pokies. <laughs> That's all that club's well, the, for. The Tigers are the one of the most financially sound clubs in the league, mm. which has got a. Fucking shit you to tears if you're buying a $160 jersey each year, I tell ya. <laughs> oh, another loss. <laughs> they won. Shout out to the Dragon Links. <laughs> you're propping up the Tigers. But no, the Tigers absolutely blew me away. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I had them fi- finish at 11th. They went on to win, I think, three games. <laughs> yeah, fuck. They lost 20. Oh, no. They lost 20. So, no, that must mean that they won six. Oh, no, no, because you got the three buy rounds. So they <laughs> lost 20. Wow. They lost 20 and they won three. Hey, maybe next year, guys. I honestly think they can make a push for ninth. They won't make eight. But that team's too good to be where they are. How many people do you think last year said, oh, it can't get any worse? Finish I lower. I think there's about 22,000 members. I reckon there's at least 22,000. Because <laughs> they all bought fucking memberships again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the Tigers, you're the biggest the biggest story that eventuated into nothing this Congratulations, year. West Tigers. <laughs> well done. Sensational. All right, all right. Jumping into the calls. We're light on the calls this week. Very light. I can only assume that people are just depressed. Just depressed. We've only got the two this week. Story has it. Checkmate B's retired. He's, uh, he's another one that's been pinched at work. Oh, no. Another one uh, at work. Probably probably complaining about the SOS quality and the dunnies, I dare say. Uh, <laughs> been there, brother. Uh, so Checkmate B, for those of you listening, he's given a call every week since April. He was saying that he's been on the show more than I have, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of true. Is, like I've he, missed a few. He hasn't. Well, I mean, but the, I haven't done calls without Shadow unless I have. I do not know. You might have done them with Darcy. Darcy maybe I did yeah. calls with Darcy. I'm not sure. But uh, no, checkmate B. Rest in peace. Uh, your work can go fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned. You can play that. But uh, two calls from the grand final weekend. Piss poor effort from the lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> You only had three fucking days off. <laughs> but uh, let, let's get into it. Oh, not blaming you. I'm sad too. Don's fucking long that locks here. Unfortunately, Mr. said no to a tattoo about fucking you and Frenchie as well. <laughs> We're blind trying to get back out to fucking northwest Sydney. And then we are back to fucking the Sydney oh. tomorrow to fucking get on the horses. <laughs> we get a call tomorrow. I can guarantee that. <laughs> a long next lock guarantee into the wind. That's the only call from him. Oh, no. I will say, for those of you that couldn't make much sense of that dribble, in the Donnie's uh, Facebook group chat, uh, he sends through a message about 11 p.m. Donnie, Frenchie just signed my arm. 
you've got five minutes to send me a picture of your signature. I'm getting it tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wild scenes Absolutely down in Sydney. Wild scenes that you could hear him almost vomiting the whole way through, making promises that he can't deliver on. I he didn't just say you'll get a call tomorrow. He then paused. Yeah, I guarantee it. I guarantee that was a time machine for him. That's a little, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Those lock boxes that you bury? Yeah, time you, capsule. Time capsule. A time capsule. I don't think he remembered leaving that. I will say next week we're going to be in Austin and we need as many yeehaw energies from. So if you're going to call next week, Long Neck Locks, you owe us. This is directly a challenge for you. We need your best yeehaw uh, and probably. Uh, Maybe your best boot scooting. Call in with your yeehaws, your boy howdies, your howdy, just yeah. plain howdy. Maybe the uh, challenge for next week is you have to put on the American accent. Your hooies. Hooies. But I, I can't make much sense of that outside of that long neck locks. We love your calls every week. I will tattoo you. I'll give you a signature to get tattooed on you. Oh, I was going to say, I, you're going to tattoo him. But I will say your missus stepping in there, what a smart woman. Yeah, you're lucky to have her. This is the same woman that I think he uh, he ditched a couple of weeks yep. back for the Sharks. Yep. Behind every great piss wreck is a greater woman. <laughs> uh, we know it to be true. A woman sick of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't get Frenchie and Donnie sports tattooed on you. No, no, you can't. Sentences only ever uttered once in human history. That one gets filed under. Whoever gets a Donnie sports tattoo first... The Don will give you five cases of bloke <laughs> wherever you are in the world. Five cases of bloke will come your way if you send through a Donnie-themed tattoo. A Donnie sports tattoo. That would be – It could be you on the couch. That would be a sick tattoo. Oh, just me just you laughing. on the couch. And you could just have like a thought bubble. Fuck yeah. the Tigers. It's been – I'll tell you what, I've been easy on them for a minute. You went a bit quiet on it. I think as soon as old mate stopped calling, you went a bit softer on it. Yeah, well, you know what it was? I was at the uh I was down in the in the pokies room at the CAC a few weeks ago. In the belly of the beast. In the belly of the beast, having a yarn after a Bronx game. Yeah. Someone comes up, Oh, I love your TikToks. I love the show. And I'm like, Oh, thanks, man. He goes, You fucking bit rough on the tigers though, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, are you Tigers fan? He's like, nah, fuck them. I'm like, that's what I'm saying, brother. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They just make it a bit easy. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah. Open slatter. What are you going to do? What has happened to uh, to Luke Brooks's dad? He's gone and he still messages. Still messages. Yeah, every now and then I get a couple. Surely we get some end of season calls. Anyway, we're sounding like we're begging. That's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big legs here. Big legs. Not doing too good. Oh, From NZ, of course. Just been to a rave. Um, Raven. Some can't punch this chick. Wasn't cool. I said it wasn't cool. Whoa. He confronted me. He punched me straight in the jaw. I'll give it to him. I'll tell you that much. I'll give it to him. He had a, good, he had a clean one in my jaw. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, nah, that comes in hospital. My hoodie's got fucking blood all over it. Just bought it as well. And uh, cops are trying to find me. So we're keeping on the down that way. <laughs> Up the wild. Mate, that's a that's a quick ticket to be uh to be bunking with Dell. So that's a Dell bucket hotline right there. <laughs> you called the wrong direct line. Dell, which uh which establishment you locked up in? Because Lex is on the way. Well, Let that's, us know. That's huge from Big Lex. Big Lex, uh if you've got <laughs> I'd send you a we get it shirt, but uh not I, we them. didn't make them for New Zealand, so if you're a if you're a Queenslander or a New South Wales fan, let me know. If your hoodie is, as you say, covered in blood, uh, <laughs> Dell's been there many a time. Uh, <laughs> he burns them afterwards, though. From what I understand, yeah, uh, we can we can probably organise you. We get it, a hoodie to get sent out to, over the ditch, but uh, I think there's a few left around somewhere. I do feel bad for the hoodie. I will want to know if it was a different content creator's hoodie. That offer's rescinded immediately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that uh, I that also screams of time capsule. Mm. And this is what I love is we're getting into a territory now with these calls where people find themselves in situations and you think, you know who needs to hear about this? Donnie and Jord. You might as well delete the voice memos app on your phone. You don't need it. Use us as you your diary. You honestly don't need it. Use call us in. as your diary. The uh, If you want to leave a call... Next week, give us your best yeehaws, boy howdies, <laughs> who uh, is touching on touching on that call. Yeah, like 
What do you mean? <laughs> there's, well, a, there's a bit to unpack there. Is it a rave? Yeah. Now, is a rave? I always used to think that a rave was something that was just like colloquially used as like a, a dance party. But raves are like their own separate event, right? Yeah. Like a bush doof. Very much like Have it, yeah. you ever been to a bush doof? Not a bush doof. Have you ever oh. been to a rave? Maybe a bush doof. Have you been to a rave? Yes, a very long time ago. I've never raved. Not once have those boots raved. No, I've never raved. Never been to a rave. Maybe we find a rave in Austin. What? What? When did you rave? This is going back years in my, my partying years. Yeah. Um, and how far gone? It's like a warehouse age? party sort of thing. Yeah. I think that's what a Was rave that the is. the Alice in Wonderland warehouse? No. Yeah, I've never been. I, 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 it just doesn't really seem my scene. It could be. The rave people, they're the ones that wear like hockey pants and tails, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it's more about like the the environment as much as it is the music. Yeah, well, I thought like pretty globally understood is that raves were good vibes. I mean, I'm not going to call myself a raver. Okay, don't do it. I won't. However. However. In your experience. It just experience, seems like a bit of fun. Man. It just. That's what I mean. I someone's we, out here punching chicks. That's where I want to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's different. Bleeping that. Maybe it's different. No, no, no. Not punching the chicks. <laughs> leave it in. Or just that kind of environment. Leave it in. That's just the kind of environment you want to be I in. Want, I want my night to be on like a razor's edge of this could break out into See, violence. that's my least favorite type of night. I don't that's know. my least favorite. the The element of danger is just something that I I don't so, I'm not I'm not seating after it. So you're a you're a safe and sound kind of Donny. You've met me. You got to be cotton wooled. I am a cotton wool guy. I'm on the knife's edge. Yeah. I want to be at the pub when someone like uh, bumps into someone <laughs> and they drop their pint. That's the shit I like to see. I like to see the whole crowd could flip around at <laughs> any moment. Say it like that. What do you mean? Why? Saying it so monotoned and creepy, <laughs> sexually. Why are you saying Getting it like work. that? That's what I like to see. Oh yeah, big <laughs> two Tom. big boys bumping into each other. <laughs> Anything could happen Fist tonight. Flying. Why did I cross my legs when I talk about this? There's no rules tonight. Just two big boys <laughs> bumping into each other. Anything goes. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I want to start a fight club. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you know, I've been, I was like when I went and searched for that uh, that video. There was a video me and Roasty put out uh, last year. Would have been about this time, yeah. and we were saying like if there was a royal rumble, who would be like the mascots in the, yeah. the mascots, the rugby league oh, mascots? Yeah. And we got down to the final four, and uh, obviously the uh, the mascot for the cows, Bluey the cattle dog. I said, you know, I'm willing, and this I said this well before the pod. Well before we started our pod, and I'd forgotten all about it, and I said verbatim, "Forget about Bluey the cattle dog. I'll I'll take a knee on him. What about we get Blade in there, bro? <laughs> old Blade." And that got me thinking how we we're going to have the fight night with Archer and the old people at Hotel LA and Blade <laughs> and New Blade in the Caco car park. What a season it's been. Maybe that's what we do. We do kick off the fight club. What a season it's been. I think there's fuck all to do now. We we so we we started this pod in the preseason. We haven't missed a week. Well, I have. We yeah, but like this show's been running. We've been going. Every single week, all season. Shout out to you if you've been listening. Rugby league teams get three buys, not us. <laughs> Does that mean we work harder? Potentially. And we're not stopping. We're gonna do we'll probably do three shows in Austin. I do daily training. We've got three tour dates coming up. <laughs> We're touring internationally. <laughs> We're actually farewelling the Caxton. <laughs> well, Legitimately. Do you want to bring tell them or no? Oh, well, we'll, we'll bring it up. We'll bring it up. If you've listened this far, we'll, we'll probably get into the, the coveted hour mark of the show where we let the it real, all hang uh, out. The real sensations. I, there, and there is some sad news afoot. Mm. This is my second last sensational pod at the Caxton. It, well, this regular, we're still hoping that I come down yep. once a month, but I've got an opportunity to go up and sell out. <laughs> He's taking the cash, boys. Taking, He's out. Taking the cash and running. Uh, I've been offered a, a commercial radio breakfast radio show 
up in Townsville. I can't say where or who or anything with it at the moment. I don't think. I don't know. But I mean, I how excited were you that it was close to the Cowboys? Oh, beyond excited. Was that a big factor? It was a massive factor. Hard and to the, if it was any, if I was leaving Queensland, it's a no off the table. I say you can keep your million dollars a year. That's yep. what I say, and that's what they came in at a million dollars a year. I said you can keep your you million. Said, nah, triple it. Send me, send me to Townsville. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth its weight in gold, as far as I'm concerned. But that—that's what's happening. I'll be—I'll be out of the cack by the end of the month. Yeah. By the end of the month, we'll be doing the show remote. We're not, and do not think for a second, for a millisecond, that we're doing a Zoom podcast. Please, for the love of God, this is this. The audio quality is going to actually improve. It should be better with what we've planned. It will be better than what we have now. I don't know if I've mentioned. I'm going to a radio station. <laughs> the audio will be better. We'll be still coming down to the CAC. I'm getting down here once a month. Yeah. If you think for a second. I'm not going to see Broncos home games next year while bitching and moaning about the Broncos. You're, you've, you've lost the plot. you got another thing coming. You've lost the plot. The Caxton is still and will always be my spiritual home, and I'll be down here as much as possible. But Monday to Friday, five days a week, three hours a day, breakfast radio. And I, honestly, it's off the back of everyone that listens. It's off the back of everyone that engages with us. That's why they've given me the shot uh, because of every like because uh, of all the podcast stuff and because of all the social media stuff. That's how they found me. Um, yeah, so a massive shout out to everyone listening. Fucking keep chip. If you got a little podcast you want to start, fucking that's why I say go hard. Like anything could happen. I don't know. This, a year ago, would you say a year ago you're making TikToks in your in year, your bedroom? A year ago I was making TikToks in my bedroom and then I've just signed a deal with fucking ARN, the second biggest radio provider in the country. I, I just it's pretty bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think for a minute that you're not gonna get to listen to our uh, our our docile tones in high definition. Oh mate, like that's what that's what I'm into each other about. week after week. I'm most worried that people will think for half a second that it's going to be a Zoom podcast. And Wait, I, I, people don't think for half a second. <laughs> Not our listeners. <laughs> if you give we do the thinking for you, boys. There's still going to be calls. There's still going to be us every week chatting. In fact, in a weird way, I think the show's going to be better because it will have to be better. Mm. Like there'll be more content. There'll be more segments. There'll be The show will just genuinely be better because we don't have the availability to just like lean on each other in person. So the energy will have to be higher. Everything will have to be better and it will be better and we'll keep doing it. And like I say, at least one out of every four is going to be an in-person pod still. Yeah. Jord will come up there at one point. I'll be coming down here all the time. It's going to be sick. <laughs> it's going to be sick. <laughs> And I mean, if you, if you, who are you trying to convince them or us? And if you still can't get enough of me, I'll be on the radio five days a week, daily, daily, three hours commute, a day. For your commute into work. Hey, hey, if you call into this show, call into that one. Oh yeah, we'd love to hear you. <laughs> Seven, yeah. For, what is this? I was thinking about it today. Like some days, me and George walk into the cack here. We get a beer and we go, "What are we talking about today?" And today was one of them, to be honest. And, yeah, we just <laughs> and we just have a bit of a yarn, and, and, and like it's normally quite segmented because of this move yeah. and a lot of other things going on in my life. It's been a bit scatterbrained the last few months, but um, I, I sat there in bed the other night and I thought, holy shit, I need to come up with three hours of content every day, five days a week, indefinitely. I mean, if you run out of shit to say, just hit the song button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here's ACDC. Anyway, Boom. here's uh, losing my religion. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it'll be great fun and the show will continue. Like I say, we, like this, this show's about to hit uh, critical mass as well with the three shows in Austin. They're going to be off tap. They're going to be absolutely off tap. If you don't think for a second, we're not going to be cut. Oh, you got another thing coming. I might even think they have to go behind like some kind of password thing. I think so. Like, I think we're going to say some unhinged shit. Not a paid thing. Don't get it twisted. No. We're not, we're not going to pay for things, but maybe I think. Just a Facebook group special. We'll, we'll put two out. We'll put two pods out uh, just for regular consumption. And then we might have like one special one. Maybe we'll do two hungover shows where we can sort of collect our thoughts a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And then one. Ripped. And then one on a Saturday night, get home 3 a.m. Yep. Bang podcast. Bang. bang. But no, that's that's what's happening. We're 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 splitting up the band, leaving the Caxton, and that's the hardest part. Like that's been like obviously I got friends, I got family down here who I love, 
But leaving the Caxton's been fucking rough, that mate. Stings. Like it is like the it's an absolute privilege and honor to uh, like like yesterday the Broncos are doing their Mad Monday up here. Mm. You, you just don't get stuff like that in towns. Obviously, there's Mad Cow, which I'll hopefully be doing stuff at the Mad Cow. If you know it, you'll probably know it in more detail by the time I'm done with it. And so, obviously, I love the cows and I love everything about it. And there's more places in Brisbane in the world. But what the CAC's done for us and everyone that we've bumped into at the CAC, I'm so grateful, for, forever grateful for the opportunities it's given me now. Uh, but, yeah, like I say, like if you've got a fucking idea – you want to do a podcast, you want to start posting shit on Instagram, fucking just do it, bro. Like what's the worst thing that could happen? You might accidentally get a breakfast radio show. (laughs) (laughs) A bit inspirational from you there, Uh, Don. Well, I have my moments. Yeah. I try. If you've listened listened this far, you're a real sensation. Thank you for listening. Mm. It'll continue to be very much the same. We're going to figure it out before – Figure all the tech out before we uh, do go remote. Oh, there won't be any changeover period. Hopefully you won't even notice. We're on. Yeah, I reckon yeah. there's uh, there's every chance that if we didn't say anything, and I was contemplating not saying anything yeah. <laughs> because I'm so confident that the show will remain. Like I, I talked to some of my mates in radio. They do their shows remotely all the time. You'd have no idea. Yeah, okay. You'd have absolutely no idea. We'll be fine. I know what people hear, though, when they think remote podcast. Don't now, worry. I know exactly what you think. Mum and dad aren't splitting up. No. We're just having some time apart. <laughs> the distance makes that. <laughs> The heart go fonder. Oh, the hate sex that's loading. You have no idea. <laughs> I wish I did. You have no idea. These these <laughs> monthly checkups, these conjugals that we're going to oh. be delivering. My God. On these couches, I will like I'll move heaven and earth to get in here back to the CAC <laughs> and uh, we'll do our shows from here. Uh, yeah, but if you listen this far. Thanks I'll, for listening. You're a real sensation. Absolutely. Leave J- a call if you want. Jump on the uh, the Instagram in the bio. Call in, yeehaws. Yeehaw. And, Yeehaw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, just have a fucking great weekend. Please do. We love you. Peace and power.